and welcome to yet another bonus episode of the Horizon Roundtable. Yes, we promised that we were just going to do our regular episode on Sunday, but you know what? Sometimes things kind of happen pretty quickly. Um, we decided that we we really wanted to talk to the guys from uh, we wanted to talk to the guys from IUPUI um, who just recently finished their season. And kind of talk to them a little bit about, you know, the, the challenges that they've had to, had to uh, during the last month of the season. Um, so honestly, without any further ado, um, let, I want to go ahead and introduce the guys here. Um, incidentally, before we do that, obviously you can find us on Twitter at Horizon RT, and you can uh, you know you can be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found, and of course you can find us on the web at Horizon RT. So. Um, let me go ahead and get introductions first in no particular order. Let's let's start with uh, BJ Maxwell. Um, hello, guys. BJ Maxwell. Um, nice to see you all. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Mike DePersia. Uh, how you doing, Mike DePersia? Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, next, Boston Stanton. Uh, what's up? This is Boston Stanton. Like they said, appreciate you taking your time and having us on here. Absolutely. All right. Uh, and then Nate, uh, Nate McClure. How are you doing? It's Nate McClure. Thank you for having us. All right. Uh, and then Bakari Lestrap. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Yes, Bakari. Can't wait right. to get the show on the road. Outstanding. And last but certainly not least, uh, Chooksy Zatua. <laughs> Which I think we might have lost i hope we didn't lose you jukes <laughs> all right so um the first question obviously the one question that i want to ha- i want to ask you guys and you guys you guys can obviously you know share your thoughts on this you know this, this whole and by the way uh we have six guys on the uh, we, we have six the uh, six players here um on this on this episode this is the entire group that played well uh, uh, you know Almost the entirety of the regular season for the last month, for the last month, uh, uh, specifically in, uh, in February. So, I want to start at the beginning. Obviously, um, this kind of obviously you guys are uh, the rotation was pretty thin to start out the year, um, and then right after uh, you know during the East West uh, during the East West game you guys had at home, then you find out that uh, then Jonah Carrasco goes down and it turns out he's not available for the rest of the season. So when, when you got the news that he wasn't, you know, he wasn't going to be available and then it was basically going to be U6 uh, to kind of basically go through the rest of the season. You know, what was your, what were, what were you guys, uh, what was your mindset at that point in time? And, you know, what, what kind of conversations did you have with coach Crenshaw and, you know, where were you guys, what was going on? It kind of felt like what was going on, like, you know, are we going to be able to play with six guys? Because, I mean, we heard earlier in the season, like, there was this rule with, like, you can't play unless you have seven guys on the bench and with all the COVID going on. So it was kind of, like, eye-opening for us, like, are we going to be able to play? So, um, you know, we had conversations amongst each other and amongst coaches, like, what's what are we going to do? And, you know, we <clears> – <throat> We uh, heard from Coach Crenshaw, and he was telling us how, you know, we're going to have to play with us six, so we're going to have to really dig in and, um, you know, fight for each other and with each other. So um, that's where we were at at that time. Okay. 
Um, call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Eight, sorry, three, two, two, four, seven, six, Let's not nine, do that, shall we? <laughs> I apologize. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to delete that. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to edit that one out, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, and then the very, what's so kind of the next game, the, the very next game after you guys got to that point, um, you played Youngstown State, and it looked like, um, and one of the things that I keep forgetting about that game was there was a, a massive winter storm that went through basically most of, most everywhere in the Horizon League. Um, you guys were no exception. And that one was kind of, uh, to me, I thought that was kind of a, a you know, that was a point where, and that was kind of, when you guys went into that game, you guys played them, played Youngstown State pretty close. So um, what was your, you know, where were you kind of, what was your, you know, my, uh, game plan and, you know, how, how were you able to kind of, you know, keep that, keep the, keep, you know, everything going on with, uh, you know, with what was going on, how, how were you able to get all that, uh, you know, take all that that you just learned three days ago and then go and play, you know, play Youngstown State close. Well, I can say that we, it really just started with buying in with each other. Um, we came together and really accepted the circumstances, fought the adversity and played for one another. And it started to show on the floor. We started making plays for one another, gave each other confidence. And that's how we were able to stay in these games the last stretch of the season. Anybody else? Yeah, no, nah, it was it was real interesting. Um, coming off the uh, the East West game, it was a uh, it's funny because the snowstorm, um, it came I believe on like that Wednesday night. But Youngstown drove from Youngstown all the way from I think they got here like Monday night, and so like coming in, they were saying we're gonna play this game regardless and try to get this this win on us regardless. So we kind of took um, heed to that and just um, trying to play them as best as we could with the six guys we can. And I think um, from the standpoint, I think that was like our first game with six and we really started, like DJ said, buying in and playing for each other and just playing hard and not, you know, not letting um, anything get in between us six and just staying connected. So, yeah. So, um, I have to ask about this because somewhere along those, because somewhere along the lines, and then I think right after the, right after the Robert Morris game, you guys went on the road. Um, I got to ask about this. Um, there, at one point in time, there was a, there was, we saw it on Twitter that you guys were having, you know, that IUPUI was having open tryouts. I mean, when you see that, I mean, was that, well, where were you? What did you think about kind of that whole situation? It obviously didn't, you know, it sounded like it kind of, you know, you guys had enough there that you didn't kind of need anybody else. But I mean, when you saw that, what was the, uh, what were you thinking on that? Uh, what were you thinking when that, when that came up? Yeah, well, um, this was after, I think that was the weekend after we played that Youngstown. I forget who else we played. Robert weekend, Moore. Yeah, the run, Youngstown yep, Robert yeah. Morris weekend. Yeah, so um, we were competitive in those couple games, and yeah. I mean, obviously we only ended up winning one game this year, but uh, like we were actually starting to be more competitive with just our six, so we were kind of having that mindset, man, we're just riding with our six no matter what, 
And then we kind of saw that on Twitter, like just in the middle of the day, and we kind of got hit. Like we were just real surprised about that. So we weren't real. We we told coaches that we didn't want these random dudes coming on our team and going through that. So we were just gonna ride with our six and live with that. Live with the results, man. We'll play with four guys if we fell out, whatever happens. But I mean, we kind of just wanted to just be us six and ride with that because we were finding success with it, with everything. So. And after uh, we ended up actually getting a win at Robert Morris and uh, the coaches kind of were like, okay, yeah, I mean, we're going to rock with this. I mean, especially with that they're, they're coming to us and saying this, I mean, even though we couldn't really practice with our six and we didn't have uh, subs uh, going through scout or anything, that's kind of what they were coming at too. They were, we were going to have these walk-ons come on really to play. It was kind of more so just to have bodies to practice and go through scout. They were saying, um, from them but yeah I mean we kind of just were sticking with our six and that's kind of the mindset we had going forward uh for me personally uh you know after everything that happened with that and they posted on Twitter that's really when I knew like okay you know we got a special group of guys that's willing to go get it done because like Mike, Mike said you know we banded together and we were strong about it um wanted to just play with six and live with the results and uh, on top of only having six guys and having the open tryouts, we were dealing with a lot of, you know, social media scrutiny, uh, news articles and everything. And I just thought it was real special how we were able to just band together and ignore all that and, um, you know, still fight for each other every day. Yeah, to, um, to kind of to like, to, to what Boston said, like, there ain't another team in the country that could have did what we did. We, ain't, we don't even have enough people to go through layup lines and we coming out here and competing <laughs> Fast. Almost ruin senior nights. Like can't nobody, can't nobody do that. So they can laugh at a Twitter post and they can say what they want to say, but until you fit in them shoes and face that adversity, what you gonna do? So I got so so I so I I've heard you guys referred to as the Iron Six. Where did that uh, where did that uh, where did that name come from? Nate got that um, Robert Morris win. You know, we were we were all ecstatic and we were in the locker room just like uh, cheering each other up and like really celebrating the win because, you know, we did the unthinkable. Like no one really thought we'd come in and win. And, um, you know, that's <clears throat> someone said in the locker room and we just rode with it. And, you know, it, Iron Sick turned into the five guys, burgers and fries. So what we had to rock with <laughs> have you gotten an nil deal for that yet come on we're waiting for that i was no, really hoping we would get one we're trying we need yeah, one if you, want to start, if, if you want to endorse that for us yeah we're behind that <laughs> it's not like i have money <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah um, tag five guys in this though we'll take it <laughs> yeah we'll see there you go well well you know there's six of you right now but um but but talking about the uh, talking about the Robert Morris win, actually before that, I actually want to talk before that. Um, it seemed like the games that, the the team that you seemed to be running the closest with was UIC. Um, you didn't win either of those games, but it seemed like you 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 really gave those guys a run for their money. What is it about at UIC that you know that? kind of differentiated themselves from some of the other teams in, in terms of how you were able to, you know, uh, play with them? Um, uh, I mean, we were actually, 
especially at you. I mean, we had chances to win the game at home versus USC. I mean, that came down the end. We really should have won that game, too. Honestly, we could have. But at UIC, we were winning most of that game. And that was kind of our one of the games we were really close with our six. And it got to the point where – but we didn't really even know how to win yet. It was kind of like, all right, this that was a game where we kind of like, okay, um, we got put in a situation and had a couple turnovers, didn't didn't get a stop on defense. And with a lot of guys who didn't have a lot of experience in close games down the stretch like that, we didn't really – put it together yet. And I think definitely going through a close game at the end, that kind of put us in a better position to actually get go take the win at Robert Morris. Yeah, for sure. I think it was a it was a stepping stone for us. Um, definitely UIC. I think one, I think we just matched up well. And then two, um, just the game plans going in it, just not having nothing to lose. I know the that was like the first time um, on the road um, at UIC where we could just just play, and then the game plan was just to attack the switches. I know um, Chooks had a good game. That was one of his coming out party games, and um, we just kept battling. It wasn't even like a perfect game, but I know I'm only lost by three at UIC, so I think that was just one of the layers um, going into that next weekend, going into Robert Morris Youngstown weekend um, that we could go and get us get us one with the six. So that was that was like a big stepping stone for the Iron Six, I would say. All right. So let's talk. Let's talk about the Robert Morris win. And and that I mean, that, that was that. I mean, that was a, conv- a rather convincing win because it wasn't even like it wasn't even really very close. You guys won that game by 10 points. I mean, that was a, you know, when you when you looked at that win and that obviously not that was the first, you know, the first conference win of the season turned out to be the only one. But when you looked at that, uh, when that that win, especially kind of overcoming all the adversity, how how good did that feel to to be able to kind of put one in the win column, especially considering everything you guys have kind of ran through specifically since the beginning of February? I mean, personally, for me, it was you know a great feeling for us to show that we can compete in this league with every team, you know, and um, I think it was a great test for us to just you know, show, show the league that we're serious. And I mean, I really think it, it took a couple people off guard, but um, you know, the next game we're going to Youngstown and we're hearing, Oh, they're staying in a hotel so that they're, you know, like actually locked in for us and they're not taking us as a joke or as like, you know, the worst team in the conference, you know, they actually think that we're a contender. So, I mean, it was a good feeling knowing um, that we can compete in this league and, showed all the people on Twitter who were talking trash and stuff that we can win a game. So I think that was a great feeling. For sure. And uh, it also really showed, like, regardless of everything else that's going on, you still got to respect us as a basketball team because, you know, at any given day, um, that was just a really good game where everybody was able to click and was sharing the ball. We executed the game plan and you know, like Nate said, that really woke everybody up and was showing, like, okay, we really got to respect these guys, even though they only have six. I didn't really, I didn't hear that. I hadn't heard the Youngstown State part of that, where they actually, they were actually in a hotel before the, before your game. Yeah, they're uh, are that yeah, we played them that Saturday, and so their home game, they stayed in a hotel. They got them out of the city so they could focus up. That's what our coaches told us. So I mean. Like they say, it felt. I mean, it felt good, but it's like just the respect we deserve. Like we're coming in, and if you take us for granted, take us lightly, we we definitely gonna beat you. So yeah. 
So I want to fast forward. So I want to fast forward to the Green Bay game because uh, you know obviously that's that did not uh, that started really well for you guys, and then you know Bakari you get Bakari you get hurt really uh, early on in the game. So mm-hmm. and it seems like you know you were really trying to will yourself to get back into the get back into the game. You know you know when you see when you you know have it have it, and I'm sorry and I apologize. Um, uh, what what was the uh, what was the injury that you ended up suffering? Because I know you were on crutches during the second half. Yeah, I ended up having a high ankle sprain. Um, it kind of swelled up on me. So hopefully um, the recovery won't be too long over these next uh, two to three weeks. But um, yeah, it was just it was just kind of tough. Guy, he uh, I think it was McGee. He came rolled up under me in the next possession down. Um, I think it may have been uh, Parker Johnson. He turned the corner going left and it kind of opened up my ankle. And then I was, that was all she wrote after that. I was trying to get back, but, and the trainer like, tra- like tried to tape it like three different ways and it just wasn't given. So yeah, it was really tough. I couldn't be out there with my other five brothers, but um, they stuck through it. We were about to put it on Green Bay. I'm not even going to lie to you. We were about to put it on Green Bay, but. Well, yeah, you guys were, I think you were, I think at the beginning, or at least, yeah, you guys were in the lead at, right at the beginning of that game. So, mm-hmm. And then, then you get hurt, obviously, you yeah. know, things don't really end up going very well. Boston, I have to ask you about the, uh, Boston, I have to ask you about the shoe. That was insane. <laughs> like, I'm still speechless. Honestly, I've never, I've been playing basketball for so long, playing on black tops, all, all this other stuff. And I've never, I've only had those shoes for like six months too. It is crazy. That was like, yeah. That I saw that. I'm like, was it Lamelo Ball that happened to? I can't remember. No, uh, Zion. Zion. Oh, Zion. Zion. Yeah. Zion. And that was, yeah. I think, right at that point in time, he got hurt with that too. So that was kind of, you know, that was kind of a. It it, it, it seemed like a only something that could only happen to you guys. Everything, yeah, was everything really, else. It was really on brand. Um, just considering the whole season to cap that game off, especially, you know, with Bakari going out and some other things we were dealing with, just, uh, yeah, no, nah, it was crazy. So, and I understand the shoes that you did get were your dad's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he took the shoes off his feet. Those are my old my old team shoes from high school, so he took them right off his feet, and my mom just came down and gave them to me and, you know, worked for, like, the four or five minutes that was left in the games. Yeah. So, Give my boy a shoe sponsorship, NIL, man. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of need one, man. Hey. Um, yeah, <laughs> all right. Um, so I want to talk about, obviously, I want to talk about the game that happened on Tuesday with, with Oakland. Obviously, Oakland, um, you know, last couple of game, uh, last couple of weeks aside is, is Oakland. And they, up until a certain point in time, they were probably one of the most dominant teams in the league. But you guys went. It seemed like you. It seemed like you guys kind of went in, yeah, with a mission. But before you got to that mission, I have to ask about the bus ride, where you inexplicably yeah. ended up in Columbus. Man, we just got to call a spade a spade on that one. I don't know where we were going. <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently we're all sleeping in the back, and we pull over on the side of the road, and uh, you know, coaches. Obviously upset up front, talking to the bus driver, and we're like, "What's going on?" Next thing you know, one of our assistants come back, and they they said, "Yeah, we're in Columbus, Ohio, and we're on the way to Robert Morris." And we we're all laughing, like wondering why we were going there. And apparently, 
you know, the bus company had the wrong itinerary. They had the last week's itinerary. So, oh man, it was it was funny to deal. Robert Morris. Oh wait, maybe they maybe they wanted maybe it was a good memory for them, and they just wanted to kind of repeat it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, if one of the coaches didn't wake up or like realize see one of the exit signs, we literally would have been went to Robert Morris. But we got lucky. What am I doing in Pittsburgh? Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. So so you had yeah so uh, yeah as you guys mentioned, kind of on brand. Super this season. That was insane. <laughs> um, but once you finally got to Oakland, finally, <laughs> um, it seemed like uh, it looked like you got you know the the game plan. You guys were on. It looked like you guys were on a mission. And when you look at the, especially the first half of the game, when you look at the first half of the game, and you you definitely took it to them. I mean, you kept it. You know, you weren't. Uh, you kept it. You kept it really close all the way up into the second half. And you know, where where do you you know at, at what point in time you know what was your mindset during that game where you kind of were you know really you know really competitive against this you know against Oakland, which for for a lot of people are still thinking might be the favorites to win the tournament. Yeah, I mean, we started down thirteen to two. So we started the game down real slow. We just kind of need to settle in, but uh, I mean, we, it was like a five-point game at half. So and we still really weren't playing our best basketball. We were missing a lot of easy shots that we could make. So uh, it was kind of just more so about us, not them. Like not having Bakari hurt a lot, honestly. If we had Bakari there, I think. I mean, it could definitely be a different outcome if we have Bakari. Just having that extra guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, we don't ever go in acting like we're not supposed to win or anything. We don't have anything to lose, so we're gonna go give it our all. And at halftime, yeah. seeing this, that score, like we knew we a couple could of those calls in our way. Yeah. So and so yeah, and I believe that um, ESPN said that this is the first time since 2000 that only five players played the entire game. This first, this hasn't happened in like over twenty years. What you guys did? Yeah, and and going off that, like what BJ said earlier, you know, no other team in the country's had to deal with what we had to go through this year. And um, to me, being able to go out there with our five guys, play forty minutes each, you know, and being able to compete with one of the top teams in the conference, just you know, that that speaks volume to me and um, and my guys, you know, like. It just shows the character behind each and every single one of them that they're willing to go out there and uh, give it their all for us to, you know, get a win and prove everyone wrong. So that that was real special to me after that game. For sure. Uh, being a freshman, I keep hearing people tell me all the time, like, oh, you're never forget- you're never going to forget these years of your life. And then, you know, coming in here and dealing with everything we've dealt with, I've heard over and over again, you know, we're never going to forget this because – you know, us five, us six, we have a lot of stories to tell. So it's it's really, really special being able to, uh, you know, share this with people. I genuinely enjoy being around. And, you know, 10, 20 years later, we're going to still be able to contact each other and looking back, being like, wow, we really did that. We really went and played with five players, six yeah. players for half the season. To piggyback off of what Boston said, uh, yeah, it's definitely just special memories. Um, from coaching staff to players is something that we've never going to forget. I've never 
been I've never played a game with five players in my seven years of school. So it's <laughs> it's a little different. But we we made it. We made some good memories and it was a fun season. Yeah, to conclude, I'd just like to say that I mean everybody from our fans, community, coaches, um, our parents, everything. I mean, even the people that were trying to mock us on on um, Twitter and everything. I just I just really don't think people understand like the heart, the grit, and I mean the love for the game these other five guys have for it. I'm including myself. Like, I mean, you can look at the record and see what it says um, statistically, but um, there were way more victories than just three um, with these guys. I think people don't realize like how much losing can um, just bring negativity and, and like division a, a across the board. And for us to come back after the uh, December, um, our Christmas break, and then um, to get hit with the news, we only got uh, six guys and being not able to play and a tweet going viral, catching you off guard. I think that just shows um, just the, the, the perseverance and um, just like the, the, the loyalty each other we have towards each other um just to play is um amazing i i can call these these five other guys my brothers so i really appreciate them and them just helping me get through this season as well so yeah so um so obviously, you know what? Uh, so obviously, the off season. I know a couple. Of, you know, I'm sure you guys are. Some of you guys are definitely going to have been dinged up. So I'm sure you're going to be recovering. Um, but when you look at kind of what the lessons you learned this season, and uh, BJ, I understand you're out of eligibility, so you won't be back next year. Uh, no, sir. I'm I'm out of eligibility finally. Um, <laughs> I'm headed to to the pro ranks of basketball, sir. All right. Um, so for the rest of uh, for the rest of you, um, when you look at kind of the uh, so specifically last month, when you look at that, you know, where do you you know what it, what it, what lessons are you going to take away from this uh, this past season that you're going to be able to carry forward in the next year, um, hopefully with way more guys as teammates. Uh, for me, the biggest thing I can really take away from it is uh, you know experience. Um, you know, regardless of everything that happened, uh, there's not many places where a freshman will go and get to lock 40 minutes at a D1 program. So um, I'm thankful for the experience of, you know, just being on the court. But on top of that, the experience of dealing with adversity, because honestly, in my next three years of school, I don't think I'm ever going to deal with anything like this. So I, I think I'm set up for the future pretty well. Um, and top to what Boston said, I think the experience too, like, um, I never expect to like come in and play like 40 minutes to have five guys on the floor with me. So it's just like the experience thing. Yo, like, geez, I like the back come from? <laughs> nah, I was at the store. <laughs> bro, what? <laughs> I was at the store, bro. And my thing wasn't working, so I just I just jumped in like right, real quick. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah, but to pick to piggyback off what uh, Boston said, you know, adversity, um, you know, every team deals with it. And no matter what you do in life, you're always going to have adversity. So, you know, just being able to deal with it and stick it through and through the tough situations like shows a lot for everybody who, you know, been through this this year. So uh, I think for all of us, that's one thing that 
we'll take on wherever we are and um you know just allow us to show like remember this year and how we can fight through no matter what so we can't forget these guys just like <laughs> man well, yeah um all right um i think that's a anything else you guys want to add keep two pair of shoes always <laughs> use google maps <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always, always keep two it's <laughs> Always make sure you, your bus driver knows where he's going. <laughs> Carry Or what else? Uh, what else funny happened? <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of other stuff. <laughs> the, two pairs, the, two, the two pairs of shoes for sure. <laughs> Two pairs of shoes. Always carry two pairs of shoes. I will remember that because I know I'm going to Indianapolis for the semifinals and the finals. So, yeah, I will definitely have two pairs on me. <laughs> yeah, probably one pair was Nikes, one pair was Adidas. <laughs> Both of mine are going to be Adidas. <laughs> yeah, actually, or, or just keep, uh, just, just I guess, keep your friendly neighborhood pops around so you can. <laughs> hey, there you go. All right. Well, guys, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was about to pull up my my Gucci shoe and give the bus to the dead. <laughs> shoe bust out. I was about to say, oh, I got a, I got a Gucci shoe in the in the locker room. Dollars been tripping over those, bro. <laughs> One feet, <feature. laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> all right, well, guys, um, thank you all for joining us. I'm 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 actually I'm very glad we were able to get all six of you on. Um, you know, so. We really appreciate you ha having you on, and you know, you know, rest up for the rest up for the off season. You guys, of of all the teams in the Horizon League, you guys definitely earned it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having Sir, us. Thank you. All right. And that's going to do it for this special episode. Um, we're really going to do the third sun episode on Sunday, but until then, uh, HorizonRoundtable.com, which is where our content and our podcasts are found. You can find us where podcasts are available, and you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So tune in, uh, tune in next week for a regular episode where I'll actually be in Indianapolis. Um, I'll wave. Um, until then, thank you all for listening.